creating a life that feels fulfilling and purposeful and abundant to you is knowing yourself and understanding that the process of knowing yourself is an evolutionary thing. It's not a one-hit wonder. It's something that we do really all of the time. Hello and welcome to another season of Unashamedly Human, the podcast. My name is Emily Chadbourne and this is your safe space to explore how weird it is to be human. Yes, we talk about mindset, manifestation and spirituality, but we do it through the lens of our humanity. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I love you very much. Before we get started, I would just like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I record this podcast today, the Boonarong people of the Kulin Nation, and I pay my respects to elders past and present. Hello and welcome to another episode of Unashamedly Human with Emily Chabourne. Today I'm going to be addressing one of the most asked questions. I reckon that I get. And that is, hey, M, I'm getting in my own way. Why is that? Why am I cock blocking myself? Why am I self sabotaging? Why am I procrastinating? Why am I saying that I want, thi- want one thing but not taking any action to make it happen? Why am I swimming around in circles? If you feel a bit like that, I've totally got you. So, this feeling of being stuck is a very common theme that I have seen in my clients over the past eight years. And in fact, one of the biggest reasons that women come to work with me inside of the Amplify container is because they feel stuck. They either feel stuck because they've outgrown the season of the life that they are currently in, and they don't know how to change that. They don't have clarity. They're looking for purpose. They're not sure which direction to take. And so they're kind of overwhelmed by choice to the point that it feels like they have no choice. You know, when there's just so much choice in front of you, you can't make a decision. So there's that element of feeling stuck, that feeling like I just don't know what is next. There isn't clarity. I haven't locked in on the next part of my evolution, next part of my growth. And then there's the second piece of stuck, which is, well, I do have an intention and I do have a goal and I do have a vision as to how I would like the next bit of my life to be, but I'm not sure how to get there or I'm not taking action with the steps that I do have in order to get there. I am just sitting on my laurels. I'm just wishing and waiting and hoping that the thing manifests for me, but I'm not really embodying the identity of the person I need to become in order to take the action to make it happen. There's also quite a lot of fear that I see uh, showing up in this space. So fear of being rejected, fear of being, um, fear of failing, sometimes even the fear of success, the fear of of other people laughing at you, the fear of having a no, the fear of getting it wrong, the fear of trying something and not enjoying it and then needing to quit. All of these things tend to bubble up in this space of, I have this dream, I have this goal, and for some reason, I'm not closing the gap between where I am and where I want to be. So I'm going to talk to all of that today and I'm going to do it through sort of four stages. The first one is let's look at your motivation. How much do you really want what you say you want? And is it really what you want or is it what society told you was going to make you happy? Is it what your mum thinks will make you happy? Is it what the family expectation is of you? 
Or is it what you truly want? How well do you know yourself? Do you have a formula and a process to tap into your intuition, to understand when life feels like it's constricted and what to do when you feel like you are outgrowing a particular season of your life? Do you know what your values are? Do you know yourself well enough to go, it's not that path. I know everyone else thinks it's that path. I know my family want it to be that path. I know my partner assumes it's that path. But actually for me, it's this path over here. And then do you have the internal capabilities and resources to forge that path, even if other people don't really understand it? That is such an important part of creating a life that feels fulfilling and purposeful and abundant to you is knowing yourself and understanding that the process of knowing yourself is an evolutionary thing. It's not a one-hit wonder. It's something that we do really all of the time. We are constantly evolving and emerging and our identity is always shifting. And that's a wonderful, glorious, exciting vibrant thing it's what keeps us interesting and interested in life but if we don't keep up with that if we don't allow ourselves to be in that level of expansion and to be constantly checking in with ourselves with our values with our integrity with our standards with our with our boundaries with our interests are we following our curiosity are we willing to let go of the things that once delighted us that don't anymore if we're not in that conversation with ourselves on a really regular basis we will often find ourselves working towards dreams and goals or intentions that have either out we have either outgrown or that weren't ours in the first place they actually belong to somebody else and we have just assumed that that must be what makes us happy because that's what somebody else is doing to make them happy so that's the first piece is like really checking in with your motivation Um, And do you have a team of people around you who will help you with that motivation? It's really hard to take the action towards your dreams, whether it be a shift in your career, whether it be going for the promotion, building your business, starting up your side hustle. It might be a goal that you have around your friendships, forming really deep, connected relationships with your female friends. It could be strengthening your romantic relationship, your health. It could be anything you are going to have to take some action and that action is often going to be tight butt action. It is going to be action that makes you want to shit yourself a little bit. It is going to ask you to summon up a certain amount of courage. And if you haven't got a team of people around you who get it, who are motivating you, who see the strength and who back you no matter what, then it's going to be quite tough to be in that space of self-motivation especially if you do have some people in your life who are doubters or maybe you assume they are doubters they might not necessarily be doubting you but you might have an assumption that they are doubting you so it's really important that you have a support team around you it's one of the things I'm most proud about with Amplify is the level of support the level of cheerleading that community piece of Amplify is completely priceless and I know it's unique to amplify I know that there are other memberships out there where you go in you do your thing you might share and contribute every now and then but it's nothing in comparison to the family that is created inside of the amplify container so make sure that you have got really 
beautiful, encouraging, supportive, cheerleading people around you. And likelihood is that won't necessarily be your friends and family. I've got amazing friends and amazing family. But when it comes to going for my dreams, especially in terms of business, the biggest cheerleaders I have are the people who are doing it alongside me. The people who see the strength that it takes because they are also playing that game. So start asking yourself, do I have the right cheerleading squad around me to help me with the motivation? And is the thing that I'm working towards the thing that really sparks my joy? Oh, suddenly turned into Marie Kondo. That really sparks my joy in this particular season of my life. I just want to give you a bit more on that. This is a, I don't know, is it an analogy? I don't know. I don't really understand analogy, metaphor, story example uh, that I give Amplify members all the time. One of the things that I would really love to do in my life is win an Olympic gold medal. Like how awesome would it be? Like just paint that picture with me a second. The crowd goes wild. You know that you have trained your ass off. You've achieved this amazing thing. Potentially I've broken a world record in my imagining. I'm standing on a podium. Someone comes and gives me a big bunch of flowers they put a whole chunk of gold around my neck the entire stadium is up on their feet cheering my name and then the national anthem plays and the whole world is applauding me would I like a bit of that yes please that dream that goal that intention it sounds delicious I can put it on my vision board I can visualize it I can feel it in the cells of my body I want me a piece of that pie thank you very much but do you know what I am not willing to do my friend I am not willing to get out of bed at 4 30 a.m every single morning and train my ass off for the next eight to ten years in order to achieve the physical fitness that I would need to have in order to win that Olympic medal. So it's all very well and good having that dream, but I have got to check in and ask myself, am I willing? Am I willing to take the action to make that dream happen? And if you're not, it's okay. It's okay that I'm never going to win an Olympic gold medal. I'm just going to adjust my intention, my goal so that it is something that I am so deeply passionate about, that I so desperately want, that I am willing to wake up every day and work towards it. So that's the motivation piece. The second piece is the cognition piece. Do you have a cognitive gap that you need to fill in order to get the fuck out of your own way and start manifesting the results that you desire for yourself. And when I talk about manifesting, I'm not talking about just writing down your goals and wishing under a full moon and throwing out some crystals. These things are all very well and good. Believe me, I've got crystals all around me. I bloody love a pretty rock, me. But what I'm talking about is, do you have the internal capabilities and resources? Do you have the structures and the frameworks and the mindset to support you as you work towards your dreams, even when it is hard, even when it feels like the universe doesn't want you to have what you desire do you have that structure in place because that's what manifestation is it's showing up when it feels like it doesn't when it feels like it's not working manifesting is not just getting what you want manifesting is about yeah showing up for what you want they're different things so is there a cognitive gap that you need to close i.e is there a skills deficit let's say for example you want to run your own business there are skills that you're going to need to learn 
And in the process of learning those skills, you're going to fuck it up. You're going to fail. You're going to fall flat on your face. There are going to be moments where you don't do it right. And it might not necessarily be in business and it might not be in your career and it might not be in your side hustle. It might have something to do with being fluent with your finances. It might be having a really deeply, deeply connected relationship with your partner. You are going to have conversations with your partner in the process of learning the skill of vulnerability for example, and you're going to get it wrong. You're going to say the wrong thing. You're going to say something and it's not going to land right. You know, you and your partner are maybe going to have to shift through quite a lot of forgiveness stuff and let loads of stuff go. That's going to be a process. That is going to be a skill that you are both going to have to learn and that you're going to both have to come to the table with a willingness to learn that skill. So what is the cognitive gap and are you willing to bridge it? Are you willing to ask for help? Are you willing to get coached? Are you willing to say, oh my God, I'm going to have to be a student here for a while? Because that is part and parcel of creating your dream life, right? That is part and parcel of creating a fulfilling life and a purposeful life and a life that feels connected and building a life that you are proud of. You are going to have to learn some skills that you don't currently have because if you already had all of the skills, you would already have what it is that you desire. So there will be some kind of cognitive gap. There will be a skills deficit that you are going to have to learn. A lot of people come to Amplify because they've recognized that they have a skills deficit, a cognitive gap, if you like, around emotional regulation and around managing their own mind and around their own self-belief and their own self-love and the relationship that they have with themselves they understand that that is a gap that they need to bridge in order to become who they need to become in order to do what they need to do in order to create what it is that they need to create so what's your gap and are you willing to bridge it the third thing is identity How we identify with ourselves, who we believe ourselves to be, the stories that we have, the paradigms that we exist in, the thoughts that we attach ourselves to, who we think we are, will very much depend on what we can create. And if you really want to know who you think you are, have a look at the results that you're already getting. Have a look at the results that you have with your family, with your friends, with your finances, with your health, because that will reflect a lot of stuff back to you. That can be a confronting exercise. And remember, you are always seeing the world through your very specific filters and your own perceptions. So it could also be a distorted view that you are seeing. But as a general rule, how we show up in the world will be how we will be how the world reflects itself back to us. So what is the identity piece that needs to shift for you? Do you know that you probably need to start telling yourself that you are confident instead of waking up every morning and fearing and doubting yourself? Do you know that there is an identity piece that tells you that you need to tell yourself that you are now smart with money and you are smart enough to learn all those cognitive skills 
that you need to learn in order to execute whatever it is that you want to execute in order to create whatever it is that you need to create? Do you need to start telling yourself that you are compassionate and that you are kind and that you are loving and that you are lovable? Like, what is the identity piece? How do you view yourself? Because if you want to grow your business, you are going to have to start looking at yourself as a businesswoman. If you want to change your career, you are going to have to start telling yourself that change is something that you can handle and not something to be feared or worried about or resisted how we talk about ourselves how we relate to ourselves how we sit in self-reflection with ourselves is a massive part of the if you like the the energy behind how we show up in the world so what's the identity piece that you need to fill are you growing into your goals Or are you waiting for your goals to manifest, hoping that you get to stay the same? Because if it's the second, you'll be waiting forever. You've got to be prepared to grow into your goals. And then the fourth piece is behavioral modification. The truth, the absolute truth, the there is no other truth on the planet truth is this. If you want something different to happen, you are going to have to take different action. You cannot stay the same and expect the world around you to change in your favor. For me, there were lots of behavioral modifications that I took over a course of many years, and I'm sure I will continue to make those modifications. Some examples for you, and these are specific to me, these are not for everybody, but an example for you would be my sobriety. I realized quite early on in business that I couldn't continue to drink every single day and run the successful business that I desired for myself. Those two things, the identity that I knew I needed to adopt did not marry with the behavior that I was displaying and I had to choose, do I want to attach, continue to attach myself to the behavior of drinking alcohol and therefore my identity stays attached there? Or do I want to do something about that? And that wasn't easy. It involved much, much heartache and a huge identity shift. But I had to choose that my pursuit of my business goal was worth more than staying the same and continuing my relationship with alcohol. That's one example. There's all sorts of other examples. Sleep became a behavioral um, modification that I changed. How much I consume of social media and TV and news and scaremongering sensationalized crap on the telly, that was a behavioral modification that took place for me. Um, prioritizing my health, recognizing signs of burnout. These were all modifications that I had to make in my behavior so that I could create sustainable energy and sustainable success so that I didn't burn out, so that I didn't fall to the ground, so that I didn't, you know, choose alcohol over my business. So what are the behavioral modifications that might need to take place? This is about breaking certain habits. It's about implementing certain habits. This is not about being the most productive person in the world. This is not necessarily about hustle culture, but this is about 
choosing your actions very deliberately. It is also about being smart about the actions that we take. What actions can we take that will move the dial the most in our business? I came across the 80-20 rule quite early on in business, which is like, if you take a look at everything that you are doing in a day, I'm just going to use business as an example, because it's just easy to quantify in this sort of specific example. So let's say I look at 100% of everything that I'm doing in a day when it comes to business or 100% of the things that happen inside of my business, I need to identify the 20% of that 100% that makes me the most money. And that's the thing that I need to concentrate on if I want to scale and grow my business. Because a lot of the 80% fucking around, making pretty tiles for social media, organizing things in the back end. That's not to say that I not organize or that I don't post on social media. Of course I do. But the thing that I spend most of my time doing, and it's often the tight butt moments I'll be really honest (laughs) it's often those moments where I'm like oh god I've got to do this big scary thing today it's the 20% of my business that moves the dial the most it's where the leverage happens so start thinking about what behavioral modifications you can make to your own life that is going to have a massive impact and close that gap the most between where you are and where you want to be because it's very easy to fill our time with stuff that feels really urgent it's very easy to fill our time being really 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 busy but if there's no we have to look at the effect of that busyness is it getting us closer to our goal or are we just spinning around in circles and allowing our busyness to keep us staying where exactly where we are because fear has many minions And fear is a very sly, very manipulative, very insidious beast. And it will show itself in the most weird and wonderful ways. And one of the ways that I know it shows itself in my life is it keeps me very busy doing stuff that keeps me in exactly the same spot. I could fill my days doing all sorts of stuff for my business that doesn't make me any money, that doesn't give me any exposure, that doesn't push me forward, that doesn't help me scale, that doesn't help me reach more people. And I would be happy doing all of that action. But the action I need to take is the action that is often the stuff that feels really scary, the stuff that means I really have to put myself out there, the the stuff that puts me in the path of rejection. And that's the stuff that moves the needle the most when it comes to my business. So that's the stuff I have to do. So those are the sort of four components that I see time and time and time again in the many years that I have coached women through feeling stuck and getting in their own way is that there is often something that we need to work on when it comes to motivation. Is this your goal or is it somebody else's goal? Do you have the right people and structures around you in order to keep you motivated towards that goal? Um, and are you willing to actually do what needs to be done in order to create that goal? The second piece is cognition. Is there a skills gap? Are you willing to be a student? Are you willing to fail? Are you willing to get it wrong? Are you willing to reflect? Are you willing to try again over and over and over and over and over? The third piece, which kind of backs up everything, is the identity piece. Are you willing to become the person that you need to become in order to do what you need to do in order to have what you want to have? And I think a lot of the time we are waiting 
for our external results to change so that our internal representation of self can change. But we've got it wrong. We need to flip it. It's the internal representation of self that changes the external results that we get. And then that fourth piece is about behavioral modification. So understanding habits, learning how to uh, break down a habit, how to shift a habit, and how to make sustainable behavioral change so that we can create exactly what it is that we want to create for ourselves. So if that sounds like something that you are interested in, I've got a couple of options for you, my loves. There is a four-part mini course called Unstuck, the link to which we will pop in the show notes. And if you're ready to go big guns, if you know you're ready to get out of your own way, if you know you're ready to really invest in your one precious life, you know that you are ready to assume the mindset, the identity, the behavioral change, really sit in that seat of motivation that's going to catapult you forward, then Amplify is absolutely the place for you. We will pop the link to Amplify in the show notes for you. If you have loved this episode, please let me know. I do love it when you message me or Instagram me. Instagram me? Is that what we call it? No, we call it DMing, don't we? So not down with the cool kids. Uh, So please do let me know. Reach out. Tell me what you've loved about this episode. Tell me how it's resonated. If you love it that much, you could share the shit out of it. That would make me happy. Not gonna lie. You could share it on your Instagram stories. Make sure that you tag me, M. Chadbourne. You can also jump into my free Facebook group, Unashamedly Human, where I often record these podcast episodes live. I also throw heaps and heaps and heaps of content into the Unashamedly Human Facebook group. I also have a TikTok. I'm pretty sporadic on it, if I'm going to be honest. I don't even know what my name is. Emily Chadbourne, maybe? Ah don't worry too much about TikTok. All right, my loves, thank you for listening. I appreciate you oh so much. And I will see you in the next episode. Well, no, you'll hear my voice in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Unashamedly Human, the podcast. I really appreciate your listening. If you have loved this episode, please share the shit out of it. Tell all your mates, go and whack it on your Insta stories and tag me, M. Chadbourne. And wherever you are listening, if you could rate and review, I would very much appreciate it. You're a legend. 